Hello, everybody. Quest of Oak Islands pre-show Tuesday, April 25th, episode 22. Don't know if we even have two weeks left. So start getting hyped up. You don't have much time left for the show, The Curse of Oak Island. But we'll take them as we get them. Maybe two more shows. If that. Alrighty, we'll wait for people coming in. Hello, people across the pond. Hello, Gloria. Hello, Ashley. Hello, Sydney. Hello, Bass. Renee's in the house. Hi, Kurt. Caroline, thanks for coming in. There's Doug. Hello, Doug. There's Judy. She'll be with me tomorrow night at 6.45 p.m. Hello, Rebecca. Hello, Professor. Hello, Waiting Kim. People coming in. Yep, Judy will have her synopsis for us from tonight's show, tomorrow night. And maybe one or two more until we see that season-ending finale in the scrolls. I haven't seen it yet. Hello, Robot. Hello, Luann. Hello, Judy Neal. And hello, Jeff M. We're all coming in. Tuesdays will be pretty crazy once the curse of oak island goes off i'm not into skinwalker ranch and spaceships and aliens and wormholes and all the rest of that hype stuff no way but if you're interested in it watch it be entertained but i'm just focusing on the curse of oak island the oak island story the history but to each his own we got a couple of things to go over before we go over some promotional screenshots for tonight and see what kind of information we can get tonight. Maybe, Ashley. We'll see what uh, Osprey Muyan, what he sees and discuss. Uh, people that want to come on, maybe on Wednesdays, we'll have live podcasts on Wednesdays if they want to come on. I love the Wednesdays. So in the summertime, you got your weekends free. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't think so, Daniel. All right, let me get my thank yous in here. Like usual, without you guys, uh, the group don't exist. And for hanging with me. For this year, August 21st, 2023, is seven-year anniversary 
for me doing this stuff on the Curse of Oak Island. I want to thank uh, Paul, uh, Stefan, a person, Sandra, Wayne, Carol, Virginia, Gary, Rebecca, Becky, Caroline, Barbara, Starlene, Jeff, Mark, Sandollar, Roxy, and Jazdia for all their support and also our new paid membership to uh, Tammy. Thank you so much, Tammy. And Joanne and Haraby that contribute on a monthly basis. Also, Judy, for all you do. Daniel, the Professor Spino. Unlimited knowledge. Unbelievable what he does for the group and for my brain. And also a big thank you to Osprey Muyan, who keeps us up to date. One, we see action uh, at Oak Island with his great videos. Unbelievable. And for John Snoopy, when he flies by with his plane, and I guess kayaks by his kayak uh, during the summer. I also want to thank my moderators, Tammy, Judy, Daniel, Starlene, Kathy, BC, and Tanya from Portugal, and also Jeff M. and Gloria on the YouTube side. To our lifetime contributor, Chris Dona. I thank mostly my main members from the Quest of Oak Island Facebook group. We go live to Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter at the same time. Other platforms include Twitch, Rumble, Discord, and Instagram. We'll have a post show tonight on Discord about 10.15 p.m. Eastern time for our members only. And we go over anything you want to talk about, you know, mostly what uh, tonight's episode was about. You guys can go in there even if I'm not in there and uh, talk amongst yourselves. I also want to thank our Spotify for podcasters around the world, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, and Amazon. I want to thank them also. Daniel Spino. John, did you see the info I posted about? No, I did not. I get ready for my live show. And uh, by the time I get all the studio prep going and all my downloads down here in the studio, I'm usually not on our group page, but mostly on the YouTube side and the StreamYard side. I'll have to see it later. Like I said, Judy will be with us uh, tomorrow at 6.45, talking about tonight's show, and Season 10, Episode 23. Next week, it's called The Italian Job. One, an incredible new discovery is made in the triangle-shaped swamp. Rick Lagina and members of the team make shocking connections in Italy between the Knights Templar and the Oak Island Mystery. So, guys, I think they're going to leave us hanging like they did last year with the Portuguese with Oak Island. I guess they like that ending. And I think we're going to have an ending of some kind of Templar tie-ins the code word Templars connection going into season 11. That's my own opinion. All right, let me comment on this information. I know as a fact, the fellowship has been going in and out of the island since the new year, certain people. And uh, most of the team will probably be there in the first week of May. 
as far as their contract with the History Channel, I have no privy information to that. That's why I got season 11 with a question mark, but they are and will be there the week of May 1st. As far as filming and videoing and all that, no confirmation on that yet, or even if they got a contract with History Channel this year, but 99.9% that this is a go. And the minute I get permanent information, I'll let you know. I'll never say, like Sandy the Coin Man, I'm 100% certain. So I'm going to say 99.9%. From what I know, the team is getting ready in the first week of May. And what they're going to do and find, I have no idea. Hi, Carol. How are you? I have heard nothing about Muyan technology. That's all we got to go by, guys, is the Muyan technology. It looks like the sensors are still in place. So you know what that tells me? It is still sending data. My own personal opinion. If the sensors are still there, they're still sending data. And it's only at the money pit area. Any other areas detailed with uh, Muyan technology, they were test sites before they only put in five sensors at the money pit that you see around C1 and the garden shaft. Uh, Face of America, hello, how are you? Ashley, did they have to start all over again with the Muyan? I have no idea how long the data took or there was a glitch. My own personal opinion, Ashley, is um, you know choice drilling. That drill vibrates at such a high volume when it drills. They were told to be at least 10 feet away from the sensors, but I think because of the money pit is such a mess and so loose underneath the platform that they made of fill that that vibration went more than 10 feet through all that mixed mash that people have been digging on the money pit and did disturb the data on the Muyan detectors. That's only my own opinion from civil engineering. I get no confirmation on any of this. This is Johnny's opinion. Hello, D. So that's what I think about the drilling too close to the uh, the sensors. And because that all that backfill over all those years in that situation, that vibration would travel like a gopher in a hole. My own opinion, guys. Okay. This shot here, we will never get clarification, but as our group and Daniel Spino stated, if we have different ideas and different researchers researching the same thing, but a year later, obviously, 
that we bring all the information out there. We're not here to criticize the show and harm anybody in any way. It's all informative. It's we put it out there, believe us or not. I always say it's my own opinion, but always keep an open mind. But because we don't get confirmation, if they said this is 100% a Roman coin, 400 AD, and I don't agree, well, we show other references that what it could be. We help the show as much as we can. We all back the show a thousand percent. But not every expert gets things right. So maybe they should have an expert on the editing part to really look at these artifacts when they come in to 100% agree with their decision on what these pieces are. They use the same people over and over. I wish they would go out to the United States or some other experts. But that's my own opinion. <laughs> Daniel, new information has been unearthed that identifies the piece as a Templar poker chip. Right, they had to have downtime. And I understand how production works. They want to tie Templars into everything. You know, they won't ever say Templars downtime, a relaxed time. I understand that. Just the facts, ma'am. Just the facts. Hello, Henry. Harry, what happened to the wall, the ship, all the potential finds on Lot 26, I think, the swamp, the wharfs, etc. All up in the air, Harry. They got us jumping around so much, I don't know what end is up. I thought for sure season 10 right now, by now, within 22 episodes, we'd have Muyan data, something driving us to something substantial. We've had surface finds, more history, and I guess we go on world tours with the researchers, you know, in Portugal and Italy and in France. So they take us for a scenic tour, but nothing in our hands. Everything that might tie into something, but nothing in our hands. Let's just start digging. What we have for sure is an island. We have nothing directly to the island to put an X on it to see what's there. So the island is the only physical evidence we have. So take lot one and precisely do that whole lot with Muyan and radar and ground penetrating systems in 3D. Drill and whatever you have to do and eliminate. Well, on lot one, there's nothing. We went down the Benrock. All right, get your permits, go to lot two. But no, we jump around all over the place. Uh, research is all over the place. X's are all over the place. And it's getting me burnt out. My own personal opinion. <clears throat> so that's on that Roman dated coin that they told us but i don't believe it but you take it for what it's worth hmm. 
especially next week they say it's the italian job episode 23 they find something in the swamp so we'll find out what that's about you know judy neal yeah i just want tie-ins after 10 years and 10 seasons this is getting a little bit too loose for me but i put out the good stuff i put out the bad stuff so you guys determine like i said they got our, our support my support a thousand percent but production is driving me crazy these guys just go out there look for stuff they don't do the storyline they don't do all that other stuff it's production that gives us what we see you know what i mean guys And then Laird uh, sent a picture uh, today, not sent a picture, he posted a picture on his website that they're putting the roof on the new lab. Hello, Sandra. Thanks for coming in. <clears throat> so at least uh, Billy and his crew are getting some construction work in so if you see a lot of things going over the causeway and stuff i mean they're just building this out and uh that was something new today i jokingly said in a statement to uh, laird is this structure plan from a templar map Got no response. <laughs> All righty. We got some more pictures from Laird on lot five. This guardian in lot five, I guess everybody saw, I'm not sure on the Facebook side, the YouTube side. Don't know what you guys see. That's why I posted double. Very interesting, this lot five. And also this hole by Muyan, Osprey Muyan. This hole is not lined with boulders, as you can see on the inside. So it's not a well. But would you think Fred Nolan would sell this land, this lot five, to Robert Young with two holes, one 13 foot around in this hole? Without him investigating first, I don't think so. Hello, Becky. This hole is separate from the hole that they're showing us on TV. 
This is the second hole. And I get a lot of comments. Can lot five actually be the entrances and the exits for the original money pit? I don't know. Could be, or could just be a hole. Yup, Judy, Neil. No, I don't think he would sell if there was a chance there was something of value on lot five. I think the same with Fred Nolan. Yeah. Hello, Kathy. Good evening, everyone. Sorry to be late. Watch my grandson's tennis match. And he won. Fantastic. Kathy. Daniel, you got a good point. Daniel says, I'm becoming convinced Fred had no idea what some of the things he found were. And they shouldn't have been moved or altered. Correct the mundo. You got it, Daniel. He was so worried about Dan Blankenship finding out what he had that I think he lost control of what he was doing. Unbelievable. Well, when you see that number on the bottom of your screen, turn off all your devices if you want to call in in a little while. We had a little voice clip that Petter Edmonston uh, did for me. Great guy, great friend, Petter. And the... Uh, you know, Mercy Point, please dig that out. Now they're doing a show. The House of Dragon, Downtown Abbey, History Boys, are the star in a Shakespeare conspiracy series. The Rosy Cross. Can you imagine that? You have to go to my Quest of Oak Island Facebook page uh, to hear about it. But here's a little insert of what they want to do with this uh, movie. The series will showcase the stories and characters of collaborators who were involved in using their dramatic voices to speak up for the marginal and underrepresented members of society. Would we'll also reveal that women, persons of color, and range of sexualities were undoubtedly all involved in the recreation of the place. We are presenting these brave collaborators in such a way that modern audiences can connect with them in their lives, Keenan said. On the way, we will showcase the stories and characters so they skillfully crafted and inspire audiences to engage in an entertaining debate about the origins of these plays. Campbell Moore added, I'm delighted to be working with the extremely talented Tom Keenan and Nick McDowd Moshich who have conjured an unexplored world for us and his retelling of the origin of Shakespeare's plays. The show is inspired by Yarger Ferberg's documentary, The Seven Steps to Mercy, Cracking the Shakespeare Code, which was released in 2016, followed by a Norwegian man who deciphered a secret code hidden in Shakespeare's first folio revealing a treasure map 
where ancient religious artifacts are hidden a f- and followed a Norwegian man who is Petter Edmundsen. So unbelievable how things come around. Unreal. Hello, Lewis. And we even just posted some stuff from Petter that I was talking to. So that would be very, very interesting. Unbelievable how things come around. You know what I mean? This big old merry-go-round on Oak Island that we're on. Round and around we go. Alrighty. I'm going to play the little video I had of Petter Edmondston. And what he said on Facebook. If you don't hear it or see it, please let me know in the chat. Hello, Scott. Here we go. Are you guys ready? On May 25th, it is 20 years ago since we woke up a rainy morning in Nova Scotia going to Oak Island. We were left alone for a couple of hours and we made exact measurements of the Tree of Life cones with a DGPS, which is much more accurate than the GPS that was the normal standard uh, in those days. Now the GPS has been improved. We discovered the Kingdom Stone and I think it gives credence to my theory that Nolan's Cross is part of a tree of life which eventually sent us out onto the swamp water where we hovered over the Mercy Point and we are excited to see what is happening in the swamp. Hopefully we will get some answers. I will uh, keep an eye on it, even if I'm not very active these days. There he is, Petter Armanston. And obviously once the show gets going, he will make a statement later on because it's just too new uh, information on this, uh, the Rosy Cross series. So, uh, Keep in tune. Hello. Hello, Johnny. Is this Renee? It's Renee. Hello, Renee. <laughs> How are you? All right. What do you think of this Petter Armiston? Uh, I think he's a pretty smart guy. Yep. I do. But you know what? This is This is what drives me nuts. I hate to say this. But who cares what he thinks it is, for God's sakes? Just just tell us what something is, for goodness sakes. Like, what does it lead to then? I want the, the dots connected now. I mean, there are so many different things. Like, you're, they're showing us all these new holes, Jeez. you know, with these, these, you know, stones around them and whatnot. Those are structures, okay? 
those aren't just there for, oh, okay, we're going to be here for a week or two. No, no, no. Those are there for reasons, whether they're foundations, whether they were there for defensive reasons or to store goods or food. You know what I mean? Like, let's start connecting the dots because maybe it'll make more sense. But, you know, we're at the mercy of the editors, as you know, in production. Oh, my gosh. Enough already. All right. And that's all I can say, because the guys are like me. Okay, we're going out tomorrow morning and we're looking. We don't know what the storyline is going to be. We don't know what we're going to find. And all those bits of information with those 15 cameras and cameramen all over the place goes out to Los Angeles and they piece this all together. So that's what I got to keep on telling the audience out there that this is how the show is done. Obviously, it's successful, and you really don't want to mess around with, with a good, successful number one show on Tuesday night. You know what I mean, uh, Renee? I totally understand that. But it just it's kind of like it's kind of frustrating to, to some extent because it's almost like they're patronizing our intelligence to some degree because – you know we're going to watch we can't not watch right it's 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 you know it's addictive okay <laughs> um and it's it's because we're intelligent that we're, we need to watch because we would like to be able to connect these dots and like we can theorize at, all day long about this that and the other and we i can honestly form pretty good hypothesis mm-hmm. about certain things mm-hmm. um you know, and then they'll throw like, you know, you're going crazy over the noisemaker, the wizard. They'll throw something like that in there to try to throw you off. So to me, it's just like this is all great, fabulous, pertinent, mm-hmm. tangible information. But how the heck does it all connect together? It's just um, where which eras are they from? What are these stone structures? I happen to think that there's more history on that island from Samuel Ball's, like, era. You know, we're talking, like, the wars and things like that. Yep, and the British, you know, yep, the British going crazy yeah, over there, yep. 100%. But there is that older history, too. There's, like I said, always, as we know, those layers, different layers of history. And that's where they keep ping-ponging us all over the place. So I don't know. I kind of just like, I, you know, listen, I just wish, <laughs> I hope that they would at least give us some, um, some concrete information based on the, all of these new discoveries. And then at least at that point, we could connect our own dots. But at this point, they just keep discovering, discovering, discovering. And they're not tying it together. Am, am, am I making sense or do you feel like they're doing the same? Let me say this. Uh, I mean, I don't make sense myself, but you say discovering, <laughs> discovering, discovering. The only thing we discover, and this is in my own opinion now, Renee, is okay. when Gary finds something of substance when he's metal detecting about 12 to 14 inches down. Everything else they've been discovering has already been discovered. These holes been on lot five. Laird told them about them 20 years ago. The uh, quad, Nolan told them all about this stuff. Uh, Dan Blankenship told them all about the Smith's Cove, 
all the stuff that we actually have dug out was already known. There's nothing new. They knew about the roads in the swamp in 1795. So we got dates. The items that were there were always there. So what we got is dates. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. So, uh, we do have some dates. Okay. So, okay, you know, they found the brooch and a couple of gems and stuff like that. Okay, surface finds. But as far as discovery, you tell me, as far as what I said, that they showed everything that we showed that was already found decades ago. You tell me what they dug down that they haven't found earlier. Go ahead. You know, I, you, you know what? I stand corrected because you're correct. Uh, I should have said, like, recovered or or um, allowed us to now be aware of. You're correct in, in the fact that all that stuff has been uncovered and discovered. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess what I'm trying to say, I guess what I'm really trying to say is that, um, you know, they keep unveiling these new things. Um, but they're not, like I said, connecting the dots at all. They just keep going, hey, look at this. Hey, look at that. Just like um, um, like uh, the uh, Tree of Life. Hey, look, this could be that. And this is that. That's all great stuff, guys. Yeah, but, but Petter, now Petter, tell the story. Petter, Petter was there, and he found the stones. It was up to the team to move that forward 20 years ago. They did not. They did not dig at Mercy Point. They did not. Why? Who the heck knows? I'm just saying, uh, when Petter was there 20 years ago, he put the X's on the marks. He found stones in certain areas. It's all on TV. Right. I mean, it's right. it's not his fault. Here it is. Why they didn't dig it? Who the heck knows? Either dig it and say, hey, Petter, we found nothing in that spot. We went down to Ben Rock. We went to Mercy Point. We dug that out. Nothing. We went to the ISWAT. No, we didn't get any answers for 10 years still. And like Petter said today, it was 20 years ago, May 25th, that they uh, found the Kingdom Stone. Can you imagine that? No, I can't imagine that. That's why, like, I don't understand any of this. I think I'm more confused now than I've <laughs> ever been about this show. I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. And it is frustrating. Yep, I hear you. But don't forget, yeah. this stuff, like I told people before, all these bits and pieces goes to Los Angeles, and then the editors edit it down. It goes back to the director at Oak Island. He sees the edited down version. Then it goes back to the editor for the finish. Then it goes back to the director for the finish. Then it goes to Los Angeles to some guy who's the story guy. He's the guy. Oh, sure. It's a business. Yeah, I he, mean... He's the guy that puts this all together. So maybe they'd like us being confused. Obviously, we got to see the next week. We got to see the next week. But if season 11 is going to happen, like I think it's going to happen, because all the guys will be up it's there, happening. probably the work uh, to start up there the first week of May. Of May that's a for sure. If they got a contract for this year, I don't know. I'll let you guys know. But I know things are going to be starting uh, May 1st. So, Soon, yeah. Yeah. So, and nobody's allowed on the island. So maybe they're doing something that may um may be dangerous for people to be around maybe it's going to be like maybe i don't know something big i don't know 
No, I don't think so. Because why wouldn't they let the pe- like people like come and see the island and go on tours and stuff? Well, I think too. I was you talking still think to, it's COVID? I was talking to a bunch of people. You know why is uh, people coming to the island and not driving out a lot? How come they're not at the pub and anchor a lot this season or last season? I mean last year. You know Rick's got to hug everybody and kiss every not kiss everybody, uh, shake everybody's hand. Don't forget, they have yeah. a lot of they have a lot of money invested in Marty and Rick for the show to go. So when production starts, I mean that's 40, 50 people, cameraman, food people. You've seen it how they produ- produce this show. If one of them gets sick, production stops. So I'm saying that I've talked to yeah, people that it was a, it was a safe it was a safety issue until COVID is actually. I mean, you're going to test everybody that comes in. Are you going to have everybody wearing a mask? Even I caught COVID, and I'm the safest guy around with mask and washing my hands and everything. You know what I mean? Yep. So I think that's yeah, the reason why. There. But, and, you know, there's there's some older fellers there, and they, you don't know. There could be people that have, you know, immune com- com- compromised, um, you know, situations. So, yeah, I, you're probably right on that. Hello, Darlene. Thanks for coming in. But I'm just saying, these walls that we're finding, some of them say, well, to keep the oxen in. I think they got to be defensive sort of uh, objects. I think it's both. I think it's both. We know that there were oxen. We know they were hauling heavy loads, whether it was stones mm. or whatever. So, yeah, you got to keep your oxen corralled. So that's it's definitely, I don't know if the stones are necessary. Those round pits are not obviously for corralling. Um, you know, oxen, because you're going to have more than than one or two. Mm. And that's only a 13 foot hole. And you're not going to put them in a hole either. So the walls could be related. Right. I'm to, saying, yeah, to I'm, that. yeah, I'm not saying the holes. I'm saying the walls on lot 26. And then we I don't even think we finished up uh, Samuel Ball's uh, definite. Uh, oh no! Answers on yeah. Okay, is it a done deal? Uh, we're not digging anymore. Uh, the whole lot twenty six. No, we went to the well. Then we went to the lot. See, um, that's what wall. I mean. We're all over the place. We've got no answers, really. We all. It's like reading a, the best novel in the world and not being allowed to read the next chapter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I'm saying if the, if they it's keep like, if they keep up this format. I don't think all depends on their advertisers and their viewership. If they keep up this format of so much confusion, and like Marty says, like I say, show me something in my hand, enough of graphs, enough of uh, signatures of gold and stuff like this, enough of yeah, verbal. See, cause us, I say the heck with verbal. Hands. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, go yeah, ahead. Enough of verbal. I want material. No more verbal. You show me material. And then, boom, that'll be the boost. Like the lead cross was found on Smith's Cove that tied in to the France prison. That was the big boost. Also, when Aaron, when Aaron, yeah. when Aaron King put uh, Fred Nolan's maps together and Zena's maps together to find these drilled rocks using maps that are available to her, that was a big turning point in my uh observation of being with this show for 10 years so i thought season 10 would be a lot more informative i was really hoping on holy mooyan 
But something yeah, is. something happened <laughs> because the sensors are still in place. That tells me it's still doing research. It's still sending out data. And um, I think the drill got too close to the Muyans, looking at the money blob, looking for that gold signature. And because, like I told people earlier, the vibration from that drill in loose fill, which the money pit has been loose fill for 230 years, below the fill they put mm-hmm. on top, that travels great distances. But I can't get it. Yeah, that would be a disaster. Okay, of course, they can't uh, tell me any information. And I tell them that, but I get crickets back, obviously, because they got uh, non-disclosure agreements. So I just got to go by what I think is going on. Now, Renee, what do you think? I mean, yeah, I don't, I listen, I don't know, but I can tell you this. I think you are correct in the fact that these, these dedicated true fans, myself being one of them, I call myself an Okanut cause I am, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> um, I, I, I think like the gigs up, you know what I mean? Like we've figured it out. You're just going to keep continuing to do that. So if they know their audience, they should know us enough to know that we've had enough and that you need to now start putting these pieces together. And maybe that's why they're doing this because they realize that they're at the end of their rope. So they're really just trying to ride this as long as they can. And they now know that they have to get down to the nitty gritty. But uh, I can tell you, Renee, uh, maybe they're waiting till season 13 because of the, the number 13. I was thinking, I don't uh, know, you know, I was thinking of that. I was going to say it, but I said, you know, the 13-footed hole here. And then it says season 13. Do they end it on season 13? I swear to God, Renee, I was going to say that. And I'm going, well, if Johnny says that, then they're going to really think these really off as rocker. You know what I mean? No. Well, either that or we're both off our rockers. But listen, great minds and crazy minds. Well, they think alike, John. <laughs> yep. But uh, we always throw well, thank something. thank you very to- much. It was a pleasure. I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, they always throw us a, a hook in there. And uh, that's the way it'll always be, because why change now? But they know us. They know our group. Um, yeah. Because they wanted a, sort of like instant feedback that I got years ago and up to this date. They watch. So if they don't get the correct instant feedback hey, from my group, they'll never get it. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. And you know what? I think you're right because they they did give us catalysts. They they did give us the iron the iron cross. They did give us um, Gretchen and and rough uh, the the cave. What's it called again? I always say it wrong. Ralston. Rough Rough whatever that cave. The R cave. Ruffish, ruffish, I don't know. <laughs> her, her, I'm sorry. I'm trying. Yeah, it's not her, coming out of my mouth. Yeah, here's Neil. <laughs> I'll only put up with the current format for another 10 years. <laughs> oh, Neil. my gosh. No. <laughs> Listen, I want his wine. Whatever he's his wine, it, wherever he's drinking his wine, I need to have his wine. Ralston, Royston, Royston Cave. Royston, thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah. It started with an R. Yeah, okay. But anyway, they've given us those things that actually 
were very informative. It did tie and connect something. So that was awesome. But this stuff is for the birds. And you're right. They have to realize that this audience, the gig is up. Yep. I hear you, Renee. Well, thanks for calling. You're my study Thank caller you on so Tuesday. Much. You're my study caller on Tuesday nights. Now, if you don't start calling every Tuesday night towards the end of the season, I'll be mad. It's every Tuesday. All right. We're we're in like slim. Ho- holy Mooyan. I gotta hear it one more time. Holy Mooyan. All right, Johnny. All okay. right. I'll 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 let you go and I'll talk to you next week. Okay, Renee. Thanks for calling in. Bye bye. All righty. Bye bye now. And that was Renee. Very good talking to her. Likes to talk to different people. A little dibbler. Who else came in? Ashley, have a good night, Ashley. Pot C, thanks for coming in, Pot C. Say they do find the treasure in the garden shaft. Surely they will continue the show. Searching the swamp and other places. Yeah. Yeah, find it. Put it in our hands. Let's see it, Pot. Let's see it. And Daniel, the professor, you mean the Templar Initiation Chamber? That was dedicated to the story of Oak Island. And the tree that you looked, you saw the tree limb when you looked up on top, Daniel. Unbelievable. All righty. Let's uh, put some screenshots up for tonight. But who knows? I want to thank Renee from, for coming in, giving a call. All right, this photo was given to us through Twitter, I think it was. I'm not sure where. But I guess Rick is showing this guy uh, the cross. So we'll find out tonight. Everybody have their eyes open, ears open. See what they give us tonight. Something that they find in the swamp that changes... something to tie it better into the templars don't know what it is but we'll be watching guys like i said this is the second hole from muyan this is not the 13 foot hole and we got the guardian that's uh Carved into this tree trunk. The guys will be there May 1st. If they're filming, I don't know. If they have the contract with History Channel, I don't know. That's why there's a question mark after season 11. There we go. Heading on to the museum for their laboratory. And here they're digging near the ramp. But the ramp does nothing for me. Like I said, this ramp or anything ramp-wise or pathway or stone road or wharf 
doesn't float my boat. We already got the date. If it's connected, what did they use it for? Was it a big wharf? Unbelievable. That'll be on tonight's show to see. Judy will be with me at 6.45 tomorrow on Wednesday, Eastern Time, with her synopsis, and we'll go over the show that is shown tonight. And there's uh, Steve getting some GPS dots for his 3D map. I would love to see his 3D full map. Hey, up, Renee. They go to Italy. We're on a worldwide tour. But just show us something, please. And Corium brings them into this uh, chamber. Some kind of carved out statue in the wall. We'll find out tonight. This thing, I have no idea what this thing is. I bet you the Professor Daniel Spino. We need a little bit more information this season to hold us over. They'll give us the big hook, Scott. This is the goose paw symbol. What the heck does that mean? There's Judy. Steve's map will be in his book. He will write when the show ends. Then I can see it then. You gotcha, Judy. You gotcha. So we'll see what this thing's all about. We'll have all the answers for you on these descriptions of these items that they showed us in the promo tomorrow. The bottom of the garden shaft, they should be down to the bottom. I think they're only going 80 feet. Okay, Daniel, what Corian said, the carving in Liverpool looked like. Templar related. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you so much. And then the symbol that looks like the cross for all the caves. Which looks like, to me, a cul-de-sac. You dig down, you go in a circle, you come back out. But it looks like the cross or if you look at it more fully you know what it looks like guys it looks like a big skeleton key you remember the key that tom nolan showed rick in tom nolan's office it not only looks like the cross but if you go all the way down it looks like a key Do you guys see that, or just me, or is just Johnny's brain working that way? 
Let me hear you. To me, it looks like a skeleton key. How they carved out the caves underneath. Tammy, it's just the end of the tunnel. Yep. Thanks for coming in, Tammy. We're just showing the map layout, layout of the caves in Italy. Yes, Tammy Hurst, that key that was folded. Correct. So that's what went through Johnny's mind. But why would they carve out a cave? looking like a key that they would never know people would see from GPS from on top of the ground when they did this stuff to modern modern technology now, how would they know? But the Templars were very, very special people. I don't know how they did it. Unbelievable. And there's a better look at it, Daniel. For everyone to see. Like I said, Judy be with me tomorrow night at 6.45 p.m. Eastern time. Be with us tomorrow night. Yep, Connor. Could be. We'll find out tonight. At least we get some answers on some things. When we find out tonight, guys. Well, that's about all I got for tonight's pre-show. I'll be on Discord at 10.15 p.m. Eastern Time to discuss tonight's show. At 10.15 p.m. Eastern Time for about 20 minutes until I get busy. So that's what we got for tonight's show. Unbelievable. So we'll see you tomorrow night at 6.45 p.m. Eastern Time. Enjoy the show tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, The Curse of Oak Island. We're getting towards the end. Maybe two more episodes left. I'll keep you posted. Now, thanks for always being the best members ever. And remember, guys, always go forward. You may get a setback in your life, but just believe in yourself. Believe in your dreams, no matter how old you are. It keeps you going. For tomorrow's a never given. Never in this crazy world we live in. This world is getting needs a ton of prayers right now, right this nanosecond. Just crazy. So you be kind. You keep smiling, you stay safe. So stay strong. And you stay positive, everyone. Thank you for joining me tonight. I hope you enjoyed this pre-show. We'll see some of you on Discord at 10.15 p.m. Thank you. Take care. And bye-bye.